0: Welcome to The Real 7 Show. As always, this podcast will be completely raw, unfiltered, and uncensored. Today I sit down and speak with Rocky. Rocky is a U.S. Marine veteran who's been on multiple combat tours. He's also a free speech advocate and one who isn't afraid to use his voice for the greater good. If this is something that you'd like to listen to, then buckle up. Because here we go.
1: My name's Rocky. Um I I don't have any other social medias to give you other than Instagram. I could just go by Redville Rocky. Um I'm prior Marine veteran, uh three combat tours, uh two to Iraq, one to Afghanistan. Um 100% disabled from my time in service. Um and currently what I got going on is working on uh educating myself. Uh, On lots of different things, Uh, it's probably one of the most important things I have going on currently. Um, As far as wanting to homestead, I've gotten to the point in life where I'm I'm done. You know, it's kind of. I never understood how you know the propaganda and movies and stuff. How they always paint the war veterans as the old crazy war conspira uh, you know war veteran conspiracy theorist guy, mm-hmm. and they always picture them as going out into the woods and disappearing. And now I'm understanding that that was social conditioning for society to view veterans who speak or notice patterns or. Uh, things that you're not supposed to notice—they right. um, paint those veterans out to be the crazy veteran, cons- you know, tinfoil hat guys that always disappear out in the woods. And I find myself now understanding exactly why they painted veterans that way, because that's my goal—is to you know get land. I'm currently trying to learn as much as I can before I buy the property that I'm going to dig my heels into and call it home. And they're you know the only way i'm leaving is if if it's in a casket you know and even at that i might call my land my burial site so i can at least pass it on to my you know other generations um so that's that's where i'm at with you know just trying to um learn about homesteading and stuff and then also trying to get into uh getting others to pay attention. I, I I've mm. taken an active role in social media and being a social media influencer, if you want to even call it that, because I, I, I didn't get into it with that intent. Uh at all I got into social media around um around when COVID was happening. I had a Facebook and an Instagram before, and um uh, I kept getting banned from facebook banned from facebook banned from facebook and then i tried twitter for a while and i caught a couple of bands there and instagram was the only one that was out of all of the platforms that i was able to continuously after my accounts get deleted to be able to you know rebuild my following back fairly quickly because it's i realized it's um it's not who I am that people are wanting to follow or or follow me as far as social media goes. It's the message that I'm bringing to them. They know that I'm right. Um, and currently, as we know, not just in my country, but in yours, too, anybody who speaks truth, those are the ones that need to be silenced. And it, it's unfortunate. So I don't have any other social medias to give you guys. I've I've given up on Facebook and all the other platforms, and I decided that I was going to dig in on one platform. And I was going to make that my fight, just like I plan to buy land and make that my land. And that's where I'm going to dig in. And that's where I'm going to make my fight. Uh, I've made Instagram that, you know, that place for me where I, I no matter how many times they delete me, I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back. So that's what I got going on.
0: Yeah, well, I think the 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 homestead thing, dude, has become. It's become real popular now i know you're not familiar with this at all seeing as how you're in the states and we're just kind of starting yeah. to connect now um but i started something about two and a half years ago now called be prepared and basically you can go onto instagram type in at be prepared and there's mm. dozens of locations all across canada and it was basically something that a little initiative that i started it's no longer running the pages are still up because they're there on instagram but i yeah. basically tried to start something <clears throat> saw the writing on the wall and said guys like uh you know we really need to start if they decide to shut down the highways who do you know in your direct vicinity that has you know supplies who's got the generator who who knows how to you know filter water who who's got you yeah. know canning experience is anybody armed like like who do you actually know right it's great to get get together at these rallies you know once every fucking month or two but yeah you guys are coming from yeah. all over the place you're too spread out that's not militant at all it doesn't work yeah it's just sure you're getting a message out, but you're basically screaming into the ether. So yeah. uh it started off being like how to start a fire, how to, you know, maintain chickens and how to fucking filter water and just the basics, right? This is something yep. I've been doing forever, right? As an outdoorsman, yeah. for me, it was kind of painful in the beginning. Like, how did people not know this? Like, these are basic. Yeah. You, you're you not going to die. So you should probably want to know how not to die. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, skill sets. But I was actually surprised that, uh, you know, how much people didn't know. So what I'm seeing yeah. is a lot of the people, especially the ones like you and I, who are, who really have a, a good grasp. I'm 18 years into this, so I know exactly where this goes. I've been tracking yeah. this forever. So it's like, you know, to get people back into homesteading is the way to go. There is no other, like, we need to stop trying to reinvent the wheel and just go back to the ways of old, man. Right? I said it in a podcast yep. many years ago that uh, with Kristen Nagel and the frontline nurses, I had told them that, you know, we're, we're eventually, we're going to have to go backwards before we go forwards again. And this is exactly what I meant. So when you start thinking of homesteading, for one, what do you think it is about when shit hits the fan that makes a man in specific want to instantly go into, I need land, I need to nurture it, and I need to start to grow on it and build on it? What is what is it about the man that wants to do that when harm
1: comes? Um, I think it's because it... men are hardwired. Um, just by genetic defect you know like men are the um protectors providers um they they guard make guard their family they they yeah. take on that leadership role and it's ingrained in us from just basic biology whereas women are normally drawn to uh more nurturing roles yeah. the the question you asked was um there was a reason why I brought that up what was the the, the original like like,
0: what's the what's the reason that men always tend to want to build a homestead when harm starts to come
1: our way oh okay yeah so the reason why i bring up the difference between male and female is because when you can look at the big picture and see that they're trying to guide you away from Mm -hmm. um what is in your best interest meaning they put you in a position where you rely on a food chain process and then when you see that that food train uh food chain logistics process can be disrupted and eventually there may not be food at your grocery store you as the man you have to under you have to view into the future and how can you prevent potential disasters like that affecting your family people that rely on you people that are responsible for your care Um, and that's what got me into it and as a man they should notice that that what would ever happen if my grocery store ever closed what if if it if it's closed for just you know it's not like it's just closed for me now imagine how many other people are hungry and now you're all looking for food how can i avoid being one of those people that oh my god the grocery store doesn't have food and i'm starving it's not like i can go next door because they're starving too and the neighbor across the street they're starving too so you're all running amok um looking for food and desperate people do desperate things and as as the man of the house um it's your job to foresee as much of the future as you can possibly you know foresee
0: yeah i guess that's exactly it i mean it's and i know a lot of people would try to bring in the oh well why is it the man's responsibility and it's like guys it just fucking is like our job is to look the the woman is the one that makes the home, right? Once the, once the home is established, you know, and and it's just, if you look at the statistics of, of how many men build homes versus how many women build homes, even if you have a a developer or a builder building the structure of the home, typically it's just, it's the man that speaks to the contractors. It just is what it is. But the moment that the foundation and the walls are put up, all the rest of that is the woman creating the home. It just is what it is. So as the man, you know, it, it seems to me that that it's oddly enough in Canada, it's actually more women than men that are starting to homestead. And I find that really fucking odd. And that's why I, I want to start to bring the, the masculine back into homesteading. Like, guys, we were meant to be fucking one with Earth, bro. Like, yeah. we're not meant to be in these cities and these concrete jungles. We're, we're nope. meant to protect our families off grid. All right. that That's yes. the ways of old.
1: Yeah. I I definitely agree. It's, uh, it's our responsibility. And it's just, it's, it's honestly, you can break it as far down to the bare roots of genetics, like the man is genetically strong enough to carry 180 to 200 pound deer back to the house. If you want to eat some of that deer as my significant other, you're going to cook it. You know what I'm saying? I just hauled this thing out of the deer or out of you know, this big deer out of the woods or whatever. I expect you to cook it because you can't carry that deer back here. You right. can You might be able to shoot it dead, but you're not carrying that deer back here.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. just my
1: you know my thoughts on it, and I agree. They're they've they've managed. I uh, you know I can't speak exactly for Canada, but they've managed to sissify um, the younger generation in this and in, in my country at least. You know they're obsessed with pride and sexual uh, choices. It's disgusting. That's currently my, when you ask me what I'm working on for currently right now is my biggest battle is the war against the children and the LGBTQ community and, and ramming that whole agenda down everyone's throat. It's not just in June in this country, although June is Pride Month, they do it all year long. And they're they're now trying to structure the United States around this agenda. If yeah. companies don't support it and advertise for it and, and uh fall in line with BlackRock and Vanguard, um yeah. their money will be yanked from them. And so that's my biggest fight in this, you know, that in this country. I at this current point, I could care less what the next man's doing, but that's what I'm drawing to. I'm you know, I'll tell men, hey, listen, you need to start learning uh to farm, grow vegetables, you know, to take care of animals, learn how to survive on your own. Um, but that's as far as I'm going to take it. That's not my most powerful message that I want to get out because I could, sure. the next guy, that's his business. If you don't, if you want to lead your family to failure, that that's on you. Um, but for me, my biggest fight is trying to make sure that these people stay away from the kids.
0: Yeah. How could it not be your fight? You know what I mean? At the end of yeah. the day, it's, it, you know, what, it became this thing initially right with this whole lgbt shit it started off with like a couple letters it started off just like everything else did with good intention look we just want our rights and everybody said cool then they're like well we're gay and we said all right i said Ooh. we want to get married we were like sure whatever like we want to be able to you know not have problems in society we said okay okay right and Ooh. nobody gave a shit and now we're starting to realize that it's turning into this thing now where they're like we keep saying we want to teach your
1: kids about right
0: right it's turning into this thing though where they took all of our constantly saying yeah sure go do you i don't give a fuck man like it's not my business who you love who you fuck i don't care you know what i mean but it was almost like they sat back and said we're not getting a rise out of them okay well let me now well you don't care if i get married you don't care who i'm fucking you don't care who i am in society But can I swing my dick in front of your kid's face? And you're like, whoa, okay, bro, bro, listen, whoa, hold up. This is where we stop this, right? Yeah. The moment that you involve children and they can argue, oh, it's not sexualizing. It fucking is. You know who explains to my children anything about sexuality? I do. Me and their mother. Those are the two that explain it. And if I'm okay with what they're going to be teaching, if it's like anatomy or whatever, then the school can teach them. But you're not going to be telling me about fucking larry's two moms we're, we're not we're not doing that you're not telling any of that shit to my kids and then it was the trans thing and the trans thing i had a huge problem with right from the get-go because i hate to tell everybody this and i'm going to say this for like the 10th time on this podcast there's men there's women and there's mental illness those are the only yeah. three things that are out there and it really ends there this podcast is brought to you by our sponsor yorko all of us know how important our health is and Yorko has your health as its top priority. From white pine tincture to give you that daily dose of high quality vitamin C and boost the immune system to all natural healing salves and soaps for day-to-day use. Everything is all natural, handcrafted, and 100% all Canadian with zero harmful ingredients. We all know almost all store-bought products and over-the-counter medications are causing a world of problems for us and our families. So keep you and your family safe with all-natural herbal remedies from Yorko. Visit www.RealYorco.com and enter the discount code 7SHOW for 10% off your purchase. That's www.RealYorco.com and enter the discount code 7SHOW for 10% off of your purchase. Now back to the pod. And as men... It is our job to be the loudest voice when it comes to stopping this agenda on the fucking children. And it's it's an agenda. We're seeing it in schools. You can't turn anywhere without pride flags everywhere. They keep adding colors and stripes and letters. And pretty soon pedophilia is going to be normalized because we've allowed them to walk down this road. So how do you think that we should revolutionize activism as men, women, parents as a, as a whole, as a collective against this, how do we start doing
1: that? Um, so it, it, this is one of the the struggling times in my lives where someone asking me that question is a struggle for me because remember how at the beginning I was, I was explaining you, you know, I grew up fighting as a kid. I grew up, you know, fighting in the Marine Corps. Um, and and kind of had this stuff bred into me um with the the whole warrior spirit and the warrior spirit in me you know wants to advise people to be violent and 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 attack these people physically and things like that because the the warrior in me or the fighter in me when when faced with an obstacle if you can't smash it you know uh smash it harder you know that that's how, my, how i've been but i've recently over the last two years i have given my life to jesus christ and and uh committed my life to trying to uh be a better christian and one of the current things that i'm struggling with as a new christian is i feel like i'm fighting with my arms tied behind my back because i'm required to carry myself a certain way as a christian and i'm supposed to love thy enemy and Most of my life has been the exact opposite of that. It's been know thy enemy and destroy thy enemy, you know, Um, and even my own country. That's what they they instilled in us as Marines is that mentality. So to answer your question on what should we do or what can we do to create some sort of activism, it's. It's kind of against, you know, my religious beliefs that I'm. you're not supposed to create division between people. You're supposed to try to mend the gap and lead by example and do it, do it in a peaceful way. The problem with that in lies that these people on the opposite side of this war, in my opinion, they know that we are fighting with our hands tied behind our backs. Yeah. And the moment that we step out of line and speak out against them, they say you're not supposed to cause division um, isn't God about bringing people back together. Well, yes, in, in reality, they are correct, but they're capitalizing on that knowledge because they don't believe in God and they don't believe in following his teachings, but they want us to follow his teachings, which means sit on your hands and turn the other cheek. Um so i I can't give a a solid answer on that. I, I you know, I did the best I could with what what I'm dealing with, but I, I can't give you a solid answer on how to activate.
0: yeah, I mean, I, I think it all starts. this is just my personal opinion. I think it all starts first with knowledge. Everything starts with knowledge. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter what battle you're fighting. It doesn't matter if you're trying to build a a, part of your car. It doesn't matter if you're cooking breakfast. It it all starts with the know-how of the situation. So you got to kind of look at everything, see kind of where you are on the chessboard and move accordingly. That seems to be the most effective way for anything that you do in life. And I'm sure as a military man, you know that making sure that you have some sort of a tactical advantage prior to, you know, entering any situation is... The way of life period that's just how they run why because well you don't want yeah. your in your entire squad killed it's kind of just how that yep. goes um but it's it's you know people depend much, on you well 100 and your role doesn't matter how small plays a vital role because everybody yep. there you know has a position to play and the same as everybody yep. else man I, I hear so many people message me all the time with this i feel so disempowered i feel like i can't do anything or like you say i feel like i'm fighting with my hands behind my back i'm like well you guys need to understand man is there's a reason that they're trying to silence your mouth and not cuff your hands. There's a big reason for that. There's a reason that they're trying to make sure that it's your mouth that stays shut. They don't care about your hands. They don't give a shit at all about what you're going to do physically. They only care about what you're going to say, right? Because a liar needs to try to shut up the truth. Because as soon as somebody makes up their mind, well, you could be the toughest guy in the world if the whole bar stands up and turns around and says, well, you're full of shit. well. Now you're just straight up outnumbered, right? And if yeah. you take it back to like you know etymology and the meaning of words and you know my realm yeah. of of research, the word "sword" has nothing to do with a weapon. It actually started off as the sacred word, right? That's why it's S word, the sacred word. That's what it stands for. The word "sword," right? I didn't so, know that. Right. So when you start seeing. You know, why your words and everything when you read, whether it's the Bible or the Quran, or you go back into like the Mithras or anywhere in the world that you read any sort of old text, they always talk about the word being the most powerful thing that we have to offer. And that's why. Like yeah. you were saying earlier, it's it's your voice, right? It's what you're saying that really matters. Because I mean, what you could go out right now, go on a fucking rampage, be on the news these days. People's attention spans will think about it for a week, and then poof, you'll disappear. No one would ever talk about you again. But look at what you're doing, right? You're you're taking your knowledge, you're putting that into you know spoken word. Yeah. and,
1: well, and that, no matter which religion you follow, they all require you to spread the word. Right. Whether you're a Christian, whether you're, you're Muslim, uh, mm-hmm. whether you're Buddhist, it, it, it involves spreading the word, you yeah. know, um, that's part of it. It's not spreading the violence or spreading the, um, you know, oppression or enslaved humanity. It's, it's spread the word and we can get into uh, the different religions or whatever. And, and to me, it doesn't matter what's what religion somebody identifies with. I support your your belief to believe in that religion um but i think where they're trying where this whole trans you know lgbtq community movement is going is uh, i think their movement here in the united states might be what bridges the gap between christians and muslims Mm. um because they don't want that stuff demonstrated in their religious views um in their countries around the world and they make up um they believe muslims are two-thirds of the world's population as as far as related practicing muslims yeah um, that's way larger than christianity um but they've always you know disagreed and i think they would come together at least on that topic that the rainbow community yeah. movement has no business in civilized society it is like you said earlier um two two genders and a mental illness
0: yeah 100 man and and the the fight between muslims and christians is nothing more than just fucking divisive bullshit and yeah. see religious origins is something i've spent a decade researching so i don't do Ooh. christianity or or you know whether it be buddhism or or you know yeah. being a muslim but i do know i am 1000 percent sure that there is a source of some sort why? Yeah. Well, because eventually you die. I die. Right. Yeah. And all we're left with is this body, this physical. But the person you knew is no longer there in the vessel. So the person yeah. that I'm talking, whatever it is that animates us, whether it's consciousness, the universe, whatever, yeah. whatever the fuck you want to call it. When you're fighting for that, that's bigger than the self. Right. And that's exactly yes. what kind of puts us all together, because even like the Muslims, I know just from having friends that are all over the spectrum. Yeah, and I'm talking about the normal spectrum, not the fucking alphabet mafia spectrum. Just in case anybody's wondering. But well, uh, they, the, the
1: sad part is, is they've they have somehow managed to lump this whole rainbow community in with religions, as if it's somehow right. a new world religion, and it's not.
0: Well, and that's that's what the word religion means, though. It's re legion. So you take yourself and you re legion to something, right? So now you no longer belong to whatever it is that animates us. You're re legioning the mind and the self to something else. But even the Muslims, like what they say about the Christians is uh, something to the effect of, um, you know, eventually the Christians will realize how close they were to the truth and that we shouldn't be fighting each other because we're, we're we're brothers, right? So yeah, the moment that people start coming together, you know, from all these different places, like, dude, even the skin color argument, let me say this, <laughs> all of the things that we are capable of the amazing immune system we have in our body do we have these you know these these cells in our body that chase down any defective cells and annihilate them we create infrastructure mm-hmm. we create community we build we research yeah. we come together and you want to tell me that i need to forget about all of that because of somebody's fucking skin tone it's an embarrassment yeah. it's disgusting and i think it's one of the stupidest fucking things ever dude like yeah okay we're, we're still fucking people in the military when you guys are on the battlefield are you like oh i don't want uh
1: i don't want him over no. here because he's
0: black no one gives a fuck right you're a team yeah period. no so
1: you know that's always been a stance of mine that i said um and I've, I've said this for years even since i was in the military um uh i think a service should be mandatory because when you're required yeah. To rely on the man to your left and your right and and to to watch your your ass as you watch theirs, you know, no, no homo, but uh, <clears throat> it doesn't matter what what color they are. Can you drag me off the off of a battlefield? If yes. need be, can you drag me to safety and, and help a brother out? And we all unequivocally, at least in the Marine Corps, we all unequivocally say yes. Uh, hands down. Um, and it doesn't matter if we have served with you like it's, it could be somebody who, you know, your paths cross and you somehow get put in the same unit together. It doesn't matter whether I've known you since boot camp or not. You wear that uniform and I don't care what color you are. I know that you're going to watch my back. And the only reason you can hate me as a white person or not, and you could be a black person, you can hate me because I'm white or I could. I would never, but hate you as you're black. But it doesn't matter. What I care about as a man is: Are you going to watch my back? And if the answer is yes, then trust me, I'll watch your back just as hard. You know that's where the unity comes in. Yes, they try to divide us by not just race, but religion or political views. I mean, it's it's all about division. We're divided on so many different levels that we can't unite enough. To come together for one cause, and that's to stop all of us from being enslaved for the rest of humanity.
0: Dude, and it's coming. It's coming it is. Like if, if people don't start fucking paying attention, it's it's coming quick. But yes, it is. what I what I will say for everybody, because there's there's a lot of people now who are defeated, and I'm sure you get the messages to of people who just feel yes, like, I oh, do. that's it, that's game, it's over. It's like, dude, it's yep. never fucking over. If we still have we we would have never been given consciousness or the ability to to think for ourselves if tyrants were designed to rule humanity it's just not the way it is right we were given free will and every single tyrant that has ever come through has always had more resources more weapons more army and they always lose why yeah because dude evil's not the only force at work here everybody seems to think that oh evil is that's it i'm like dude there's literally the exact same amount of evil as there is good. There's there's the equal amount of good as there is bad. There's an the equal amount of love as there is hate. They, they, it's all been equaled out. It's just what are we focusing on? And what I would like to tell people is it's time for us to stop talking about the 10% of things that we disagree on and start realizing that there's 90% of things that we do agree on. Because there was actually a a quote that I heard something to the effect of the longer the road is, the more you seem, uh, the the longer the road is, the more you start to notice you have in common. Meaning if you could take a person who's a multi-billionaire and a homeless guy, if you only give them 30 seconds to interact, they're they're just gonna find every dividing reason as to why they're not the same. But as soon as you make that road longer and you make that yes. drive longer and the time that they have yes. to spend with each other longer, all of a sudden they realize, holy shit, man! Like we're not that different.
1: Yeah, that I I could agree with that. That's a great analogy, man. I have never really actually thought of it. That way. that's a great analogy, man. And
0: you know where I heard it, dude? This this is gonna trip everybody out because it sounds real childish. Yeah. The new Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> <laughs> that a bit, is that an
1: official Ben Diesel quote? It it actually
0: was. He was talking to was uh, one of the characters, and I just heard that and instantly had to pause the movie and just go take a walk for a minute because it just made so much sense. It applied so much to everything that we're doing today. Sometimes you hear things, these little nuggets. And they stick with you and you can take that message and break it down and kind of deploy it to many different minds and start to watch yeah. that message, you know, start to develop through time and see how people start to utilize it to for good. at the end of the day, that's yeah. that's what we're here for. You and I are just forces of good that are put into yeah. these vessels and, you know, just speak to people and try to get the word out, man.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, um, that's absolutely true. Uh, I, I've been in a firm stance, though, as far as America being the last you know true place of freedom. And I think you know if the U.S Empire falls, oh yeah um, that's it for humanity as far as I mean, I know you said there's always where there's will, there's a way and and good and evil are always fighting, but um in the end, whatever the higher being is, whatever you know for whatever religion you follow, that they have the final say. but until they make that final say, we're still required to fight um, against people who are out to enslave us, to harm us, to uh, depopulate the earth. It, it's still our our duty as human beings to fight against this stuff until our creator returns and, and lays everything out on the table. Uh, but either way, even if you're not a religious person, I'll I'll, I'll just say this. Uh, I won't die on my knees. Uh, I, I if I, I refuse to as a as a adult male to to live on my knees begging someone else for mercy or or, or whatever you want to call it, um, I they can just bury me in the ground. But yeah, I'm going down. I, I'm not going out without a fight. We'll say that.
0: And that's how it should be, man. There's uh there's something about what is happening right now that even if you're on. The you know, the side of the sinister, whether it's the left, whether it's somebody that's you know on 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 the right, who the fuck knows end of the day, all I do know is is that we all have a duty just to our own species to not allow this to continue. I mean, there's no way that people feel doesn't matter, e- even if you're one of these people with like blue hair and you fun cut your dick off and all that shit. Yeah, there's no way that there isn't a part of you every single day when you look at yourself in the mirror, that feels like what your head is full of is wrong. Right, like the universe is not yeah. making mistakes. Are you telling me humans are the only species to come that all of a sudden there's all these defects and mistakes? No, man, we're the only species that has the ability to be manipulated. Everything else just follows the conditions of nature. That's what they follow. But he, imagine if they could talk animals for a day if they could listen to the news if they could understand it for one day they would be like holy fuck what is wrong with you people right yeah that's what they would say and and all we've done is just created all these stupid divisive lines but one thing that i want to talk to you about and i feel like this is one of the most important topics and i feel like it's getting sure. bastardized is masculine what's that
1: oh absolutely yeah
0: because what yeah, we've there's... seen is, is a red pill movement. And look, the red pill movement, sure, it like everything else, like I said, it started off great. But now you're getting all these little, like, bastard children of this movement that are now creating a divide between men and women. And that was never what it was intended for. So what do you see being, you know, a problem with masculinity? And how do we remedy this, man?
1: Um. I think it's a it's a two part, you know, a two part answer, because, you know, masculinity being a problem that, you know, it's not really a conspiracy. If if you just think about. If you if you wanted to take over a country and, and your country wasn't strong enough to do it, what's the best way that you could do it? And if you can get that country to feminize its men and and turn them into uh now they're confused about their gender they're cutting off their uh source of testosterone which would be the nuts um and and once you remove the testosterone or they just poison the food until you have low testosterone and they just create feminine men um and then once you've got a bunch of soy boys which every uh every empire throughout history has had gender dysphoria and sexual mm-hmm. ideology problems before they f- fall um rome you know they were um into little boys they were into male-on-male um contact uh um sex and so every empire throughout history that has fell there has been gender issues before meaning ruling empires and it's because it goes back to that age-old saying you know strong men create good times good times Mm -hmm. create weak men and weak men create hard times and it's that same uh paradoxical circle that um you you really can't get out of and it's it seems like uh there's a cycle of life you know just like a human has a cycle of life from birth to death Uh, it seems like with empires um you spend too, t- I mean, it's even, you can watch it in sports, you know, you, you find that the, the top boxer, everybody's out to get you, everybody's out to get you, and, and they don't care that you fall, because you've been on top forever, and when that, those strong men have created those good times, you end up with a bunch of kids like today that don't respect elders, they're confused about, you know, their, their gender, and the parents have, over generations, have gotten to the point where we are today you know women wearing a two-piece swimming suit out in public at one point was like you know now people will see a grown woman walking naked down the street high on methamphetamines or something and they don't bat an eye about it you know people just keep walking like it's no big deal but at one point a two-piece swimsuit was you know appropriate for a woman to wear over over the years because of the easy times People have lost respect for each other, lost respect for themselves. Men are are now sissified. Women are more aggressive, uh, and more sexual um, in nature, meaning they're taking on more masculine roles, and the men are taking on more feminine roles. How, how, that that whole division is something that just is going. It happens throughout history with all major empires. Um, they create that division between man and woman. And it's because. If you can separate the man from the woman and he feels like he doesn't have a family to protect because as it's hardwired into a man with his nuts um, and got some testosterone and a little bit of dogfight in him, uh, it's your, it comes natural to you to wanna protect your family, your your kids yeah. and watch them grow. And if you can separate the man from the family, turn him into a sissified type, um, you know, type man, Uh, And then teach the women to be more aggressive. The women are the more eat. I don't mean this disrespectfully to any women that are watching this, but they're a little easier to manipulate when Mm -hmm. you've spent a long time learning to manipulate people. Um, Women are great at manipulating men, too. I'm not I'm talking about manipulate women in an absolute different way with women you can manipulate women with who's got the most money how many cars you got are you 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 know six foot tall do you have six pack abs you know you can manipulate a woman into doing just about anything you want if you got enough stuff to offer her Mm -hmm. um and that's just nature How, how do we get how? I think the disconnect is, to answer your question, I know we, I've talked to all myself all the way back around to the start now. I think the solution to that is the older generation of real men need to be taking these younger generation of men under their arms instead of saying, ah, that's not my 19-year-old kid. That's, you know, he might not have a father at home. But I, I, I used to coach Little League football before I went, through divorce with my ex-wife. So I I was active in the community. I I coached Little League football, um, uh, both my son's T-ball teams. Um, Get involved with your community, but also try to be an active role model to the younger generation. It's because they've removed the men from the house and then women are now raising these boys. And then when you think about how the, the percentage of teachers that are women Then he's got he's being raised at home with a woman with no masculine Mm. influence. Then he's going to school to a school with mostly women educators, because we know that women are mostly in the educators field. So this boy is getting no masculine influence and he doesn't have any older men reaching out to him to try to be a masculine figure. Now we can get into the whole, um, you know, fathers need to be more present in their lives and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But I'll piss a lot of people off because I do it my my opinion is is i think the fucking women are responsible for running men out of the home and it's because i can't speak for canada but the united states has incentivized women to get rid of their husbands if there's kids involved because you can not only collect alimony but you can collect a child support check so then the children become pawns and think about it this way. Now, now this is a way for her to build her own family in her way, rather than stick with the husband that gave her the kids, she'll divorce him, make him pay child support. And then she'll go find another guy that she can put in place. Who's willing to be a stepdad. And then she can continue to build an empire with him with lo- less money because then the, the father of the other two kids mm. is contributing to their advancement. Um, our, our child support system in this country is the biggest shakedown uh, in history. I can't believe people even allow it to happen. Um, I'm completely against that whole program. Uh, we've incentivized women to to divorce their husbands and co- collect cash and prizes in the in the divorce court and family court. And now we've got men who are perpetually broke because they're paying to one family, but they're tra- they're trying to also start another family of their own because ex-wife and the kids, you know, she's already remarried or whatever. Well, now half of my money is going to support their, their marriage, their home. Um, And some will say it's for my kids. I I get that. Um, But if I'm trying to build a family of my own and have children that live in my home with me, because the court gave my children her. You know what I'm saying? They're being raised by stepdaddy. That's where they they get spend most of their time. If I'm trying to rebuild and have a wife who's not going to abandon me, who's going to have children with me that I can raise and be a father and be a protective protector for, I've got to somehow manage to like triple my income to be able to take care of not just my own wife and potentially kids that if I remarry. I am remarried now, but my own wife. But now I have, you know, I'm. Sending money, they keep men in a uh, potential a cycle of never being able to get out. You you can never win, Um, and so there's a there's there's it's problems on both sides. You know, women have gotten away from being traditional women, and they expect men to be traditional men. Um, And we've reached a point where we're not accepting it anymore. And women are starting to realize, like, wait a minute, I'm forty, and you know. I don't have any kids. I, right. I I'm not married. Yeah, I'm living my best life, but I got nothing to show for it. And women are doing the same thing that men aren't doing. They're not educating their daughters and saying, "Hey, listen, mm. uh, I I lived my life and 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 I lived my best life, um, but they're not teaching the younger women like." hey, that's not how you should be acting. Hey, you shouldn't be twerking on on, uh, 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 TikTok or or Instagram. Women aren't giving the younger generation guidance, just like men aren't giving the younger generation guidance either. You find yourself in a position where now the younger generation thinks us, older generation, are a bunch of morons. And we think they're morons for Tide Pod challenges and condom (laughs) snorting challenges and... um, That's, 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 that's my answer for you in a nutshell. I know that's a a lot of answer to take in, but that's, that's my answer to that.
0: No, it's good, man. I love these, uh, like, long form conversations on it, because a lot of people need to hear the truth. And, you know, I see a lot of people do that kind of like, I know a lot of people are going to kind of hate me for saying that, man, that's one thing I love about having this long form platform is I don't give a shit about your feely wheelies. Like, we're not gonna look at where that's gotten us as as a whole, as a collective, Yeah, worrying about how you feel about what I say and you may be offended. Welcome to the fucking world, my friend. Yeah, You're going to be offended every day. And you know what? I will constantly fight for your right to piss me off all the fucking time. Cause that's how this yes. works that's, that's part of adulting you don't always like to you don't always need to like what you hear oh imagine that concept imagine a concept in the world where you didn't have to like what you saw you didn't have to like what you hear but you're still going to fight for it anyway as long as no one's being harmed Yeah. go ahead and that's exactly yeah. what the experiment of the united states was to begin with was a place yeah. kind of like hey man look we're we're given weapons to fight against our you know any tyrannical regimes yeah, we're given, you know, the, the ability to. I may not like what you're saying, but I will fight for your right to say it. And as long as Absolutely. nobody is being harmed, you, you can practice whatever religion you want. You can be mm. who you want. And also what comes with that is the ability to create a legacy, to create an empire yep. for yourself, should you so choose. And it's not for everybody. But that was the experiment of America. And that's what you're trying to get rid of, right? Canada it's, kind uh, of it's took... actually
1: written into our preamble, uh, the, the uh, life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. It, it's, mm. it's written in our founding documents. And I, to me, I, I don't think it should ever need to be written in any documents. That's just co- common sense. No matter what country you live in, in my opinion, I know other countries like China. They've got you know s- actual slaves now, uh, like Uyghur slaves in their country. It's, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna open that can anymore. Is that I'm not gonna open that one?
0: <laughs> Some shit just kind of needs to stay in the can. Oh, man.
1: Yeah. I just don't want to get started on a China rabbit hole because I can talk about that. I can talk about China forever.
0: Yeah, I honestly think that we probably should in a little bit, though, because I think that China yeah. has way too much influence over they much do. of the world, especially here in Canada, bro. Like, if you think the, the <laughs> Chinese influence is bad in America, dude, we, that, we're called China for a fucking reason, dude. But before yeah. we hop into that rabbit hole, there's something you said that I actually want to kind of dive in a little bit on. Sure. It's it's when you said uh, something to the effect of, um, you know, we need the older generation to kind of teach us how to, you know, be be men in a sense and and how to act. Now, here's the weird part is I fully agree with the statement. I genuinely do. I think that the relationship between the young and the old has been completely disconnected for a good reason. I think that they over the last three years it was on purpose that they got rid of the elderly first so that they can't explain exactly what is happening to the young ones right now um i think that all that was on purpose however what we also saw was most of the older population the boomer population fucking bite the bait hook line and sinker so it's like at what i look at it as like Fuck, we need your advice in one area, but in another area, you're so fucking stupid, right? And it's like all of you yeah. what mm-hmm. do you think caused that? Was there like a condition of some sort, some sort of conditioning on their part?
1: Um, I I so you know, have you have you done any research in MK Ultra and like uh mind here control? Bro. Oh yeah, okay. Oh yeah. So are, are you aware of a, the the concept of mass uh formation psychosis uh, yep so i think that's how we got here um for those that you know don't know what it is I, I think it's mass formation psychosis you you if you see something enough and it's repeated to you enough you know it it eventually becomes something that you will accept and, and mm. um when you start talking about the boomer generation they did kind of come from that summer of love you know like that is. Um that was the time frame where they were growing up and that was the ideal ideology that was being passed. But we're seeing it again now in, in, in 2023, that that whole you know uh the hippie movement. You know and and be peaceful bro and it's it's all about love and you know free love and all that so you know the whole stereotypical <laughs> so it was kind of an i can see how it would be an easy transition for them and selling this whole lgbtq uh thing to mm. to get their support because they already went through the whole summer of love and all right. that stuff and, and and it kind of aligned with their concept um, and that i think it was planned that way from the beginning uh, of of exactly how they were going to indoctrinate the next generation there's a uh kgb uh former kgb guy who did a <clears throat> old documentary on it you can probably still catch it. it's not quite the best of quality but um uh, it could be. He was talking about how to subvert a society and, and exactly what. OK, so, so you've seen the video uh, yourself and, and and know exactly there's nothing different that's been having been done. He explained it perfectly. Yeah. Um, and that would explain why the boomer generation. Not all of them, you know, the the conservative ones, but the ones that were the hippies of that time frame, which was a growing movement. They've had some time for that stuff to settle in. Well, you continue to psychologically subverge the um uh the, that generation by putting it into television shows and slowly interject mm-hmm. at a little ju- just just a, a a quick glimpse of a guy kissing another guy here. And then and then it goes to a TV show about two guys, and they don't ever show them hugging or kissing or doing any gay stuff, but it's kind of funny. that the whoever's right, doing the writing right. of the jokes, it's kind of funny. So you begin to accept, okay, it, oh it's. It's a show about, you know, two, two gay people, you know, but it's kind of funny, even though I don't agree with that or whatever. So that's how you slowly get a society to move towards where you want them to be. It's, it's, it's a long game, not a short game
0: and that's the game they've played and they've played it well for those that they don't do. know you can actually look up the patent for the television and realize that it was patented as a mind control device and that's not me talking any you know whatever you want to call conspiracy theory that's me having the ability to type something in on google and fucking read it really isn't that hard um and and what people need to realize too let's go back to the etymology right it's not the it's not called a television it's the tell a vision They're telling you their vision. I call it the tell-lie vision because that's all it fucking does. And that's why they have things called programs and channels and channel things into existence. Program, programming for your mind. Even when it comes to media, right? Media was actually the goddess of manipulation like back in the day. So like they're recycling old names and these are age-old concepts. This, Like you said, right? Many empires have come and fallen and they keep using the same game plan. And it seems as though... They knew that we had the ability to research, but then they gave us this. Yeah. And they realized that, look, I bring up this concept all the time. And actually, it's something that I kind of wonder about. And I want to see what you think about it. So the only reason I feel they're able to, um, you know, really drive home, like we've been under a a one world rule for a long time. People just don't realize it. The moment that they created social media – guys they can put one message out and everybody sees it we're supposed to be in little tribes of 50 to 500 could you imagine if all 8 billion of us were in these little tribes of 50 to 500 they'd have to come around and explain their bullshit to every single one of them and they'd all how many of them would be like you're a fucking moron hell no but when they have a bunch of people now and they've conditioned all the people to now attack those who, you know, don't think that way. And they start to play this little game, the sinister game that during the last three years, you saw neighbors turn on each other, family yep. turn on each other, friends turn on each other. And it was a really good depiction of how fucking deep the slave mind has been ingrained into people. Cause that's what we are. You like people are just slaves for a message. And I've always said that, like, the cell phone, it's not just in the Bible that, you know, they, they talk about the mark of a beast or some sort of control. Yeah. This, it's it's It <clears> goes <throat> all over the world that they've spoken about this. There's always going to be one mechanism of control. And the yes. mark of the beast, everybody talked about being the, the jab. And it was like, well, no, it's your phone. Soon enough, you're not going to be able to buy, sell, or trade without it. It's always in your right hand. Majority of people are right-handed right it's something that you have on you constantly that's how they marked you they gave you something in your hand that they could control you with they gave you a little fucking black box that yeah sure it has all the information in the world but what happens when they control the information that you can see that's the fucking mark man right and we saw how it effective is, that mark if you, is.
1: If you could even take it deeper than that if uh for those of you that own iphones uh, the logo on the back of your phone is an apple with a bite taken out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which was the original sin, you know, between Adam and Eve, uh, you know, and the apple. Yeah. I, I think you might be right. It, it, the Mark of the Beast isn't probably something I didn't, I never put that together. Uh, I always thought that it, because they are coming out with those. I don't know if you know, it's chips, already yeah. out there. The chips that you can put in your hand, mm-hmm. and there's already people that have them and are using them. Uh, in society currently right now, their bank offers that option where you can have a chip put in your hand and you just wave it in front of the machine. Um, but you're right. I mean, it does make sense as well. You know, put the phone being the um, the the chip in your hand that you'll need to pay for it. I, I've said that you know, based on where the world is currently, its trajectory, and I'm not just talking about American politics, I'm talking about on a global political scale, like with what they're doing with Dutch farmers and trying to, um, you know, how they're trying to force everybody into big cities. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, for those of you that you call it a conspiracy theory all you want, I, I'll just say, wait, now I'll, I'll prove myself right. Um, they want everybody, not just in the United States, but around the world, they want them to start moving into cities. Um, They want you. They want to close down farms. Um, Bill Gates is buying up a lot of the farmland here Mm -hmm. in this country. They want to the World Economic Forum wants you eating bugs. Um, They believe that it's more sustainable because cow farts and and, uh, chicken shit apparently, you know, is polluting the environment. They want everybody to move to the cities and and eventually they're going to because now you've taken the vaccine that lowers your immunities uh uh, your antibodies throughout your whole body it makes you more susceptible to other uh infections or diseases because you did take that vaccine well now they're the one that they're going to release next is going to affect the people um who took the vaccine during the whole covid nonsense it's going to hit those people the hardest um and that's why we've been stocking up on body bags in this country. I don't don't know if Canada has been doing the same thing we have a thing called FEMA and FEMA has been buying a bunch of caskets. Um, the white house is already preparing currently as of a couple of days ago, uh, and has now the staff has to be wearing masks. So they're going back to the mask. I think that we won't, I think we're going to see another virus before the 2024 elections, um, with what they're doing with Trump in the United States. Um, Biden's in some, some hot water himself. Uh, I think they're going to release a virus. And then I think we're going to end up in some hot water with Russia and, and China. And we're going to not have elections here in the U.S. They're going to put and enact martial law and they're going to release a, a virus that's going to do some damage. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope that none of that happens. Uh, but that's what I, I as as somebody who pays attention to all this stuff, I that's something that I could potentially see happening
0: a hundred percent and and just to kind of add on to that so when we're talking about the collapse and a lot of people are saying oh it's going to be like a reception no motherfucker it's a collapse it's something completely a whole new animal and what's judging from everything from the symbology to just the way they're moving and how their actions are uh, seems to me uh, that it's going to be well, for one, let's let's just go back to FEMA for a second. Now, that was something that I was telling my parents about when I was like 18, um, mm-hmm. was, like you know, about 16 years ago, I was talking to them about this. And I remember them laughing. Oh, it's never going to happen in your lifetime. Like, yeah. All right. We'll see. And uh back then, man, we were we were I was noticing that they were, you know, constantly building these these giant FEMA camps. It's been a quote unquote conspiracy that's been proven right, you know, year after yeah. year. Uh, and They have yes. all these large black Tupperwares, and it's always right beside a railway. They're keeping them right beside the trains. Why? Because yes. all you got to do is load up a fucking train full of people and ship them off over there. There's nowhere for you to go. You hop off yes. the train, you go into the camp, you do whatever, and they're going to call them something crazy like a re-education camp or something dumb. Yes. right? And you just never leave. So I th- I think what we're going to see is um you know all the people that took these jabs they know damn well that it was going to be anywhere from two to three years that people would start seeing the effects it's been two years and i don't know about you but everywhere around me people are dying all over the place
1: so i've got unfortunately i have a horrible story my wife uh i i actually did remarry um and my wife took two of the vaccines to keep her job this was before we got married um, and she almost died after the second one. So that whole vaccine, this whole vaccine, like they had to administer two EpiPens to her on inside of a Walgreens uh, uh, little market. Wow. Uh, had to hit her with an EpiPen and then she was hauled off in an ambulance like to stabilize. Um, a- a- after knowing that, you know, I- and seeing all of the articles that they try burying during COVID, you know, now it's okay to talk about yeah. COVID online and stuff like that. Currently, I've got a hundred and some odd thousand followers on Instagram, but I've had several accounts that had 60, 70,000. I had one with 50, one with 40, and it was all during that COVID timeframe. I was running right my mouth about COVID and how you, you, you everybody knows what, yep. How it was sold to people, the panic, they were showing us videos of people just dropping dead yeah. in the streets in China, you know, uh, uh, from COVID. And, yeah. and they were they were at the bus stop just falling dead or 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 just, sit, you know, in a grocery store falling over dead. Like, OK, I would be worried about that if that's what really happened. But then it comes over here and people weren't dying in the streets. They, right. they weren't just dropping dead in the streets. They were dying in the hospital. So I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, hold up. How come they were dying in the streets over there in China, but over here, nobody's dying in the streets. Nobody's just collapsing at the grocery store, dead from COVID. Nobody's collapsing at the bus stop uh, from COVID. And people really just didn't even think to question any of this. Like, okay, hold on. They're lying about something here, you know, and now you're telling me in warp speed, uh, you got this vaccine with some new technology that's never been used before, um, and you want us to inject ourselves with it. But because it's not safe, the only way that we can get you to take it is with by giving it. It's in the United States is called Emergency Use Authorization Act. It's a it's an yeah. act that we have here in the United States. So the only way that we can give it to you is it, it under the Emergency Use Authorization Act. And then also, just so you know. If some shit happens to you and you die from it, I just want you to know that the people that made it and want you to take it are not responsible for your death yeah, at all. Mm-hmm. And, and if you don't take it, you can't go to the grocery store or to get a cheeseburger or or um, you can't keep your job or mm-hmm. and nobody quite people went out by the hun- millions actually in the United States but by at least 100 million plus people in the United States just. Went out and just with that information and said, "Okay, stick it in me, you know, like, how did we get here?
0: It goes back to all of that, uh, the the predictive programming, because, I mean, even if you look at what happened in Ukraine, uh during the whole c19 thing i was educating people on color programming and people were like oh it's not real i'm like dude go look at any fucking giant brand out there and how do you think they market a product to you go look at the layout of a walmart why do you think there's oxygen in a casino why do you think that things are laid out and dude it's all by design there's schools for this programs for this this is i'm not but everything was just a conspiracy theory until it wasn't right so it just turned into one of those things but actually being a from the military I actually want to bring something up to you that a lot of people may not know if you are not military educated, but I've had this conversation with many people that I know that have served long term. When you are overseas, make no fucking mistake, there are positions called PSYOPs officers. You run PSYOPs yeah. on the people of the place that you are in. You can force yes. them into elections that you already know the answer of. You can provide them with a hero. This is nothing new. People seem to think that the word PSYOP just means nothing. It's like, no, man, it's literally, it's a military fucking tactical job that is yes. done almost anywhere you go. So what's that like for you? right? I want to know what it's like for you to know how that works and watch it played out in real time on your
1: own people. Um. So when keep in mind, the military is compartmentalized. So, you know, your average everyday infantryman, he's not aware of like he. I don't most people, you it's specialty MOS's that are aware of it, but your average everyday service member isn't aware that they are governments running propaganda in this country and trying to influence an election. And they've got mm-hmm. us over here killing the people that they don't want to be in charge or whatever it's compartmentalized as far as information so a lot of the military service members don't make that connection until they get out and then they start to you know understand how things that are happening here were kind of similar to what was happening over there and you start to make connections that way i I never really you know noticed that Let's just say I had to get out of the military to realize how the propaganda was being done on me. The military didn't teach me that, you know, uh, anything about how we propagandize other countries or how that whole operation works or any of that stuff. I did logistics in the Marine Corps, um, wrote a lot of convoys. That That's the extent of my uh, military mm. combat experience. You know, I wasn't an infantry guy kicking indoors, and I wasn't out there part of a propaganda campaign. And I don't think most military members are aware of it. So you'll get a lot of military vets that I even still I will get in arguments. They call me a disgrace to the military community because these people are still. They are lockstep with the propaganda that's being fed to our country now, and these are prior service members that have fallen full, it's full circle for the propaganda that our own country is doing to us. Um now understand that the majority of the people that are awake to to the propaganda that's being fed to us are military people, but there are still a lot of military service members that, you know, are falling for all the propaganda. They went out and got like 18 booster shots and they they wore 12 masks and, and uh, put on a hazmat suit. You know, there's still service members out there that are just have no clue that they're being propagandized, none. And they'll and- call you crazy for saying that That
0: they are which is fucking wild and 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 don't you see that as a problem though i mean seeing as how the government does have an arm of the military that is completely bought into their bullshit
1: yeah yeah it is a problem it is a problem i think we're uh, fastly approaching the time though in every country across the globe uh that, that i don't know if you know much about klaus Schwab and the world economic forum and what their their yeah. goals and agenda is but mm-hmm. they've openly said in public forums that you know they've managed to put people in high positions and of authority and in, in mm-hmm. high places around the globe and they're pushing in an agenda mm-hmm. for a one world government in a in a um one world religion and and mm-hmm. one world they've even gotten it broken down to a one world sport yep. where soccer is going to be the the one world sport it's the most loved sport on the planet and uh we call it soccer in America but everybody else calls it football
0: no we call it soccer uh, here too yeah
1: do you guys okay I they call it football you know in other other uh non, yeah. you know what North American countries um <clears throat> so that you know they've got this all planned out and and i the plan is we're in your and i lifetime we're we're going to have to get our hands dirty we're at that point where the the weak men have created hard times and and it's gonna come down to men like you and i uh, eventually blood will have to be shed these people that want to force this stuff on everybody in this enslavement of humanity they're not just going to give up and say, OK, we won't do it. You know. People around the world need to realize that it's it's going to take people saying no, because if you don't say no, they're going to continue to push it. And just because you write a law down on paper and call it a law and you have some goons willing to enforce it in our country, we call them cops or military people, you know. Um, at some point. Just like, uh, let me, let me put it this way. Let me tell you what saying no will get you. It will get you uh, a star on your, on your, on your jacket. Um, it'll get you um, put onto a train car. Uh, it'll get you sprayed off with some chemicals and it'll get you walked right into a gas chamber uh, because people that don't say no and don't fight back, that's where you're headed. Um is, is to the gas chamber and, and blood must be shed for true oppression to be dealt with. Yeah. Um, the United States and, and World War II and all of our allies that you know dealt with the whole Nazi Germany and the, the, the <laughs> atrocities that happened to the Jews, America was the one that put an end to that, but blood had to be shed for that to happen. And, and we're reaching that point now where, they have a group of people at the top of the world, and they want to create the one world religion. And it's going to take all of us around the globe, no matter what country you're from, uh, coming together and saying, we're not doing that. We're not We're not going to live under one world government where um, you can, you know, pandemic lock us down. They've already got plans for a new uh, medical systems for a one world government. Uh, vaccination programs for a one world government um, taxation and and building requirements for one world government they have everything planned out for what this new world would look like and i don't think many people have done the research on what that plan is but it's not in your favor it is not in the average man's favor
0: yeah and everything that you're saying too like they're not they're definitely not hiding it you can go to the world economic forum website you can read klaus schwab's book agenda 2030 like he lines everything out from what had happened the last three years how they're going to do it uh we have people in power here like justin trudeau and uh, christia freeland who are you know signed in with the wef like there's It's that's what they meant by they're putting people, you know, of of significant power into high positions and listen to what's said there. People are like, oh, well, when they get in, you know, what can they do? I'm like, no, 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 motherfucker. Listen to what we just said. They are putting people. That's all you need to know. They are putting means they select, they place, they choose. That's how that goes. You don't have a choice in the fucking matter at all. They are going to tell you who's in power. Your votes don't fucking matter anymore. Democracy is taking a giant shit. And that's where we are right now.
1: Yeah, I I think that's one of the fights that I've been battling with is that, you know, the grown men that are going to need to do some of the fighting. Some of these men are still confused and they think that, you know. There, there's somebody else that's going to come in and save them. That that Donald Trump's going to come in and save the day. Oh, okay. Um,
0: Mr. Warp Speed himself, right?
1: Yeah. Um, or that, uh, you know, there's even a group here, the QQ. Q, um, the Q-tards, the QAnon dummies. Yeah, the yeah, QAnon uh, yeah. conspirators that think there's a group of white hats working. And then you've got Trump supporters that, you know, will attack you for saying anything about Trump about trump and and they'll they'll tell you that the way to fix our country is we got to stop voting these rhinos in and i'm like you're a trump supporter who knows that the that the election was stolen and you're telling me to go vote my way out of it again like some of the people on both <laughs> pe- there's morons on both sides the of uh, the Agreed. left and the right like the, yeah. there are moronic trump supporters that are like yeah we gotta vote bro you gotta got vote for our our favorite candidate. Weren't you just two years ago telling me that the election system's rigged and the, and that the election was stolen and and arrests need to be made and all that? Like now you want me to go vote? If you go vote in the twenty twenty four election, if they have one, if you go vote, I don't understand why. If you think that the last election was stolen, you think they're not gonna steal this one? They're just gonna steal every other one, or like get out of here, man. It's going to take men coming together and blood will have to be shed before we can stop oppression from these people that want, you know, to deep They believe the earth is overpopulated, That's you know, world economic forum. They believe yep, that the, yep. the world is overpopulated, that we need to reduce the world's population by at least 7 billion people.
0: Yeah. The Georgia um, Guidestones, they were talking about having only 500 million, right?
1: Yep. 500 million for the Georgia Guidestones. Um, but I believe the World Economic Forum believes that a sustainable amount would be a, 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 a 1 billion people is a sustainable amount. Bill Gates has even been on. It's, the information is free out there. They even broadcast it all over social media. Bill Gates talking about um, if we do a really good job with vaccines, we could lower the world's population by by maybe 23 percent. I'm I'm sorry. Come again. Did you say by vaccinated, we're going to reduce the world's population? How does that happen? That means you're going to inject something into somebody that's going to kill them. That's what that means. And and that video has been out and floated around the Internet. And I know everybody has seen it, yep. but nobody cares.
0: And, uh, dude, I'll be honest with you, man. I don't think it's that nobody cares. I just think that people have been softened to a point where... Things that shouldn't be a problem are a problem for the mentally. People are thinking, people are afraid of situations that haven't even occurred yet. The hypothetical itself yeah. makes them afraid. Why? Yes. It's because all through your life, what we've seen, I'm 34. So, uh, you know, it's not like I've been around forever, but I've been around enough to know what the fuck is going on. That's
1: a good life, bro. That's a good <laughs> yeah, life.
0: And And it's like, people are given these pills that that are just synthetic emotions and they're given these chemicals that they're that are called food and they're given you know things that are called water that are nothing but fluoridated disgusting fucking tetrafluorides that are annihilating the human brain and making you docile now what i think it is is i think that people Every time you're mad, it's like, oh, you need anger management. Every time that you're upset, you need a pill for that. Every time that you're, you know, feeling a little little aggressive, you're feeling a little uh, masculine, right? All of a sudden, it's like, no, you got to treat that. And we're so afraid of the dark. And what I like to remind people of is this, man. For years, people have been manipulated into thinking, oh my God, you need to become either a Christian or a Muslim, and it's all about seeing the light. I'm like, listen, man, the light has two completely different meanings. The light can either guide you or it can blind you. They need to be very fucking careful with which light you're following, right? So I want you to start to really become situationally aware and understand, stop understanding. Understanding means you're standing under being able to comprehend what's happening. Start to understand what is happening around you. Internalize it, analyze it, recognize the pattern, see who's who, what's what, and then start to form a, you know, a game plan from there. But what we're seeing is people who are so afraid of the dark. Motherfucker, every seed that you plant grows where? In the dark. When you look yeah. at our outside vessel, it's just our outside vessel. They want what's inside. Well, what's not inside of you? Light. It's the dark. That's where your quote-unquote spirit resides. But yep. They want you afraid of the dark. They want you... They, that's where they lurk. And then they'll take you know they'll show you everything inside of the room with the light and the last thing to illuminate is the corner and that's where the fucking problem is but you think oh I've seen the room it's like nah man they're shining the light and trying to guide you through the dark and if you weren't so fucking pussified you turn your own flashlight on and start to look around the dark and realize whoa you've only showed me one way and there's a whole forest out here am I afraid of right But that's the world that we're in now where they've told you, nope, dark is bad. Anger is bad. No, man, anger is bad when applied incorrectly, right? It's an emotion that we were given, but they have us legitimately, bro, taking parts of ourselves out of us and and kind of just giving them away. Why? Because those are the only forces that have the ability to combat whatever it is that they throw at us. That's why.
1: Couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. You know, it just kind of... Brings things right back to what we were talking about earlier on the benefits of removing the man from the home Um, when you remove the man from the home and uh, the man is responsible for teaching the young boys, you know, and I don't mean this, you know, to be degrading ever men and women both have strengths and weaknesses Uh, men are typically the more logical problem solving thinkers. Yep. And women are more the emotional, um, right. caring, and 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 understanding the emotional connection more. Whereas men are problem solvers. And um, when you remove the man from the home, you can't teach the young boy how to deal with all that extra testosterone. Like, oh, hold on, son. Like I know you right, want right. to go running off half cocked. That ain't what we do as men. You know, like this is this is teach the the men stoicism and uh, right. not running off all ha- half cocked. Well, when you remove the the man from the the from the the home, and he's not able to teach that kid that when he has those same aggressive outbursts or those you know those testosterone energy running through him, that's when they tell him take him to the doctor because they can't figure out what's wrong with him. Nobody's teaching him that hey, your testosterone and how you feel is you know is for these reasons. Well, now you've got a client for life because now they're just going to put him on medication. Mom takes him to the. To the doctor, you know, like, guys seems always aggressive and stuff. So they put him on, you know, some medications to cool him off or chill him out a bit. Instead of just having a man, uh, your husband, the the father in the house, and teach him how to deal with those emotions. It's it's a win win. No matter how you do it, removing the man from the home has so many benefits. And that was the smartest thing that countries around the world have started doing is once you remove the man from the home you can pretty much control the population. You know, you remove all the fight in the man because he doesn't have anything to protect. Um, And then the younger generation, they're not getting the wisdom of the the men, the ones that teach them how to think logically, you know, hey, the government's trying to tell you that this is in your best interest to switch to electric vehicles. Let me explain to you why it's not, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Dude, there's there's so many things and so many avenues that we could go down. This conversation could last fucking days, dude, hours. And, I can and, do and, hours. Yeah, a hundred percent. And and all of it, to be honest with you, is is all just based on people learning how to discern information, like learn that whatever. I'm I'm and I'm gonna say this. And I know it may sound extremist for some people because I'm a very logical man. But what I can say with almost 100% certainty and be right 99.99999% of the time um, is that whatever you hear from the mainstream media is bullshit. Do the opposite. (laughs) It's at this point, they have a goal and there is a finish line and that is 2030. So I'm sorry to tell all of you guys, but there's no sense in trying to think, oh, this is over. I can relax now until we get to this finish line prepare for 2035 mentally prepare yourself in your mind that you are going to have to be on the ball and just doing the uncomfortable shit and whenever you say oh this isn't dude i've had this thought too where i'm like fuck man i had so many different things i wanted to do with my life i'll be honest dude like as fun as this conversation is and as much as i respect you as a man i don't want to be here fucking talking to you i'd rather be living my life but here we are right taking on a role that i'm not getting paid you getting paid for it Right. Nope. It's 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 free. It's out of me wanting to make sure that my children don't have to fucking deal with this, man. Like, yep. and, and and yeah, you know what? It's going to be a little bit of a tricky life. And when I get to my old days, which is going to be fuck me, I'll be like 50 by the time this is over. Right. Yeah. But yeah. come hell or high water, it will be fucking over. And that's what we need to get in our heads is the fact that it is our responsibility. Look, man, if people want to believe that you are put here for a purpose, then realize that your purpose was not here to sit here and enjoy, you know, every ounce of your life. It was to make sure that our children are the ones that are going to, you know, really be able to, uh, you you know, structure the future in a way that's beneficial. Because I don't know about you, man, but one thing that I have noticed, especially with my kids, is this next generation that's coming up. They're very intuitive. They're very smart, and they're fighting back in schools, dude. They're cutting all these trans signs off. They're talking about no more masks. They're not allowing them to put them back on. They're starting to now. You know, it's cool in fucking uh, elementary schools, like grades, let's say six to eight, and then on to early high school. Right now, it is cool to not have social media. This is where we. This is the new trend. So what we're seeing now is this younger generation say, "I don't want your fucking masks. Fuck your trans shit. I don't want social media. Nobody believes the news. My government's fucking me." And now they're all wanting to be entrepreneurs and they're listening to a lot of more masculine. So the trajectory is going where we need it to go. But the responsibility for all of you guys out there, look, I know that there's a lot of shit that you hear about, oh, to be a man, you have to be bearded, tatted, muscular, fucking, you know, shooting all these guys. No, man, to be a man, you need to just be willing to protect the innocent around you. You need to be willing to hop hop in, you know, between uh, harm coming between, you know, the, the women and the children. That is your fucking job. Period. You don't have to look a certain way. Masculinity is not a look. Being an alpha, if you want to call it that, is not yeah. a look. It's an action. You want to know the most alpha thing that people can do? Raise your fucking kids right. Be present for your children. Be a father in the home. Respect your wife. Respect the you know everything that we've been given around us. And stop yeah. being so fucking godless. Like Godless societies yeah. are getting us anywhere. And look, man, again, I'm not one to believe in the Christian God or the Muslim God, but just the belief in a higher power of some sort Is automatically going to give you that 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 prerequisite package that's installed in the mind that tells you that you're always doing things for something greater than you, right? So that way, even if society is the way it is, as you're saying, right? They remove, they they make, they incentivize the woman to move out, and the man's left with nothing to protect. But if you all of a sudden have faith in your head and something higher and a higher power than you, yeah it doesn't matter what's around you because you know that you're protecting whatever it is that has granted you the ability to experience this and i think that that's the more important part that people are kind of missing that's what the, you know the men specifically in society are missing and i think that's why we're here dude i think that's why i'm a firm believer that the universe puts people in your path at you know exactly when they're supposed to be there so i'm super glad yeah. to have you know come across another person who's speaking logically who's not like oh we're gonna vote our way out of this and the white hat society now you're very you're very meticulous and real with uh you know the opinions that you put out there and you're very well read and well researched and i feel like that's what we need more of dude i genuinely feel
1: yeah that's that's what i was talking about earlier is as the older generation needs to start speaking out and that's that's why i took to social media and, and try to put the information out for younger people that the ones that see me and they're like, OK, he's the crazy out in the out in the woods uh, war veteran who don't take <laughs> him serious. But there I, there are younger generation guys that that follow me that understand, OK, he, he's making sense and he's absolutely right. And those who are those are the ones who I'm trying to reach. Yeah. You know, there's there's there is a peaceful way out of this for all of us as humanity there is a peaceful way out of this but getting people to go along with the peaceful route uh you mentioned it in the beginning and, and uh you know i don't know if you want me to get into it now but as far as like the boycotts and stuff like that going uh yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. a peaceful way that i can see us getting out of this situation but the problem is is that i know that my peaceful idea will work because it has worked in the past it worked in the uk twice um Boycotts and um, um, strikes, citizen debt strikes do work. Um, they did it twice back in the 80s uh, in the UK. A citizen, If you think about the root of the problem, the, the people that are making our lives hell, the ones that are printing out money by the trillions and causing your dollars to be worth less. Um, we're giving them our money. So if you stop funding the beast, the beast no longer exists because the machine that we've created here in the United States and pretty much every functioning society involves human beings exchanging uh, time off their life in exchange for um, a, a agreed upon currency that we determine has value. In the United States, it's the U.S. dollar. You know, uh, you mm-hmm. give an hour of your life, and you know, my company is going to pay you X amount of dollars for your labor of that time. That money that we have is what we all have agreed upon as something that has value. If we didn't all agree that that piece of paper with a with a with a twenty on it or a hundred on it, if we didn't all agree that that had that value. It would, just, it would just be a piece of paper. Yep. Um, it would literally just be a piece of paper, but because we all have agreed on that the that, that US dollar has a value to us as citizens. Now, they keep printing money. And, and one of the things that I tell people is, you know, as much as they're able to just turn on the printer and just print as much money, my whole question is, is if they can just print money, why do they need yours? You know, what is the purpose of taking your money if they can just print money? Um, why do they need yours in taxes and, and property taxes? You know, what the United States has somehow over the years, m- m- they have managed to convince the U.S. citizens that not only are we going to tax your hourly wages, but then we're going to tax you whenever you buy, spend the money. Um, we're going to, tra- even though you have property that you own and paid off the land. How, how can you call yourself a landowner if you still continue to pay money every year on right. something that they call property tax? Um, you're penalized if you die, uh, you have to pay a death tax, you, whatever whatever you leave to your children is taxed and, and they pay a um, uh, inheritance tax. So not only do they tax it because you died, they also tax your child for getting an inheritance. So they're getting to double dip on it. And, and the United States, and this all comes down to money. And, the, and the, well, I'll lead you right back to where I was going with this was the peaceful way out of this is that we stop funding the machine. The the, the people that are going to, if you decide you're not going to pay your taxes anymore, you're not going to um Register your vehicle with the the DMV and you're not going to pay for all of the dumb stuff that that the government forces you to pay, pay into Social Security, Um, you know, here in the United States, all the dumb stuff that they want you to pay into. um, If you stop paying into it, the people that, that are going to enforce it, how would they enforce it? if the government has no money because they need your money, they need you to pay us taxes. They need you. They, the government needs you, the citizens money. And the reason why they need that is because they've got bills to pay. And part of those bills to pay are the people who are going to enforce you not paying your taxes. How can they pay them if they don't have your money? These, Mm -hmm. these enforcers of these taxes or, or the things, these, um, I'm going to call it extortion. Uh, the way that our government extorts us all, if we just all say we're we're not paying it, they no longer have the funding to send their cronies to come pay for it. And if we collectively as a whole say we're not using the US dollar anymore, uh my 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 neighborhood, my block right here, or my city, you know, uh, set up a small pound, get your city on board, get your state on board and say, listen, we're not using the US dollar anymore. Um we're just gonna go back to these silver coins or these gold coins. The government, you can you can have all those US dollars you want. They don't mean shit to us. The group of people that we have, we we've got people that make shoes and shirts and blankets and 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 grow food and all this stuff that we yeah. need in our little state. Uh, we're not using the dollar. We're gonna switch and we're gonna use these silver and gold pieces. You would crush the system. That is the nonviolent way out of all of this. You stop paying into it, stop. Um Stop get letting, allowing yourself to be extorted. Basically, that is the only peaceful way. But people won't do it because we, we've, over the years, over the decades, we've managed to live a spoiled life here in the West, the American culture, at least. Yeah. Uh, I can't, I can't say the same thing for Mexico. They're under cartel control. But you know, even Canada, uh, Canadians, oh yeah, we, we live spoiled lives. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. <clears throat> People aren't willing to give up modern day inconveniences for the greater good. Um, Making a sacrifice and saying. It's going to be a rough road by not playing into their system and trying to operate or stand up a counter system of your own for your own city or state or 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 wherever you're from. People don't want to give up their the modern day conveniences, they don't want to. They don't want to go through the hard life of standing up a counter system to what they're offering us. This whole beast system where you um, you'll be required to vaccinate and you'll be required to you know do a vaccine passport and you won't be able to travel unless you're vaccinated. You know uh, where we're headed. If. If people weren't willing to lose their jobs or be inconvenienced for the covid and they were willing to shut down their. there's thousands hundreds of thousands of businesses in the united states that closed during covid and will never reopen because they couldn't have they they the, the business itself went bankrupt you know uh, somebody who just started a business and they've they opened it two years ago well now they're not in business anymore because the government told them they had to close down mm. you know Basically, in my opinion, what COVID was, was a dry run to see how compliant are we all going to be? Yeah. And they yeah. showed us that for money, we'll go get in, injected with a vaccine um, to keep our, uh, yeah, to keep our jobs. We'll go get to see grandma, um, to to uh, potentially protect the weak with no proof of that. People were willing to do exactly what they wanted us to do um, with no, oh, relatively no pushback whatsoever um so that that just tells me that the peaceful way is not going to be what's going to work because we had the peaceful opportunity to say no we're not locking down no we're not wearing masks no we're not injecting that in our bodies and no if you want to fire us that's fine you've got a whole nation full of people that are refusing to work now how are you going to operate as a government right you can tell us whatever but the the only reason why we went through what we went through no matter what country you're from uh during the whole covid uh, uh epidemic or or demic i should say is the fact that we all complied yeah our compliance at every level
0: dude i don't even have anything to add to that because that's exactly exactly what has happened and that that was the way out and that that's what we were talking about here in canada was the united non-compliance getting people to just you know in mass not comply with what's going on and that's yep. all you had to do was say no yes it's going to be hard yes you're going to have to make adjustments yes some things are going to suck but that's part of this you know convenience style life that they've created is nobody yep. wants to lose any convenience at all like oh no we have to you know Redo everything. Dude, my wife had a fucking wicked paying job at the hospital that she left immediately to homeschool our kids. That way, when they (laughs) were like, oh, we're going to mandate whatever. Fuck you. Go ahead. Do whatever you want. Bye. See you later. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah, it sucked. We had to reformat our whole lives. But what was more important to me was making sure that I could stand in my sovereignty in every way, shape or form. And all that yep. did was sparked, you know, it, it sparked our little homestead operation. It sparked us really getting into canning and, you know, making sure that we got in touch with our local butchers and getting everything yep. local and staying away from the system. Like, and now we own a holistics company in Canada that, so we can move people away from nice. medically as well, right? Like, that's all it yep. was, was just getting the fuck away from that system because... You know who they fear the most? The people who are self-sufficient and say, I'm not going to vote because I don't give a shit about you. I don't care about your system. I don't want the circus in town anymore, so I'm not going to keep buying tickets. The the circus needs to go. So we got rid of the circus. You know what I mean? In our lives, we said no fucking more. I'm tired of the clowns rolling down the road because they know they have a home to go over there. I don't care about voting. Could you imagine if they were like, who are you going to vote for? And everyone's like, "Eh, who cares? Right. Like they're not yeah. they're, they're not worried about the one group over there like, oh, you voted for Trudeau. Ooh, you voted for the conservatives. No, no. They're yes. worried about the group in the back there that has an entire mini city going on and they don't vote. They don't partake in your shit. They have their own you know, way of payment. They have their own way of making yeah. sure they have food, clean water. They're operating as a fucking society. That's the worry of the government. Always has been. Always will be.
1: Yeah, I, I, th- I think that is definitely a worry of theirs. But. I think more so with that i think they're not as worried because now they know that they've got the cronies to enforce Mm, the bullshit right right they found out so so all of COVID was a two-part thing it was a test on you as the individual man or woman or family member or whoever are you going to comply first of all that that they wanted to know are the people going to comply the second experiment part of that experiment was if they aren't willing to comply do we have people that will go out and enforce it. Mm. Do we have the people that will enforce it? And that is where the problem in lies. Because if you have, we can sit at home all day and say, "Yeah, I don't care what you got going on. I don't care what you got going on." But if they build numbers of people willing to enforce it, you and I are going to have to get bloody, brother. Yeah, we're going to have yeah. to get bloody. We're going to have to. We're going to have to uh, uh, hoist our bootstraps up and start slit throats man uh, literally if they get the people to comply the only way out is through violence
0: and it sucks that that's the way but again man like everybody's tried everything every like and the, the problem is just that is like people will comply with what they hear on the TV much quicker than they will comply with a solution that requires a little bit of work on your behalf. It's much yep. easier to just say, well, no, but I voted this guy in and he's going to do it. No, no, no. Let yep. me explain you how this works. You have 10 pieces of pie, let's say over a decade. Now, yeah. one year, some government's going to come in, they're going to put a bunch of shit in place, and other government's going to be voted in afterwards and say, well, they fucked yep. this up. So listen, I need one piece of pie, but you can keep nine, right? And then the next government comes in, they say, well, they fucked all this up, so now I need a little more of your freedom and one more piece of pie, but it's okay, you can have eight. Eventually, you have no fucking pie. Eventually, you have yes. no fucking freedom, and you're left with nothing but your dick in your hand and nowhere to go. So what do you think is going to happen? How long do you think... Let me put it this way. There is a lot of very dangerous men out there who are just sitting on the couch saying, "Uh, fuck, if I have to get out of this couch. Right. (laughs) There's a lot of them and they don't have social media. These are. Yeah, dude. These are dudes that are completely invisible. And eventually when dad gets up off the couch. There's going to be a fucking problem, right? And it's like, none of us wanted to get to this, man. I would much rather just be able to live my life. Why? Look, I've never been to war, but I've experienced enough violence in my life to know what that looks like. And I've also researched enough war and how, you know, bodies create disease and decay and just the the all-out pandemonium and chaos. People don't. Look, I hear a lot of people like calling for it. Like, oh, I can't wait till I'm like, you can fucking wait, bro. Trust me. Yeah, you could wait. Yeah. Can, none of us want that shit. And it's the people yeah, I know no. who have been to combat that are like, no, no, yeah. Do we need to avoid this <laughs> at
1: all costs? That's, <clears throat> that's not something I want either. And that's why I propose the you know, the more peaceful route. But people don't seem to they they won't join in on that. You know, they won't join in on the citizen debt strike where everyone in the u.s just says well we're not paying our taxes anymore
0: yeah
1: um one of the the things that i have two things that i've got going on <clears throat> that i've been putting out to my followers is is a commitment to the entire month of june anytime yep. that you purchase um or you're let's say you know you're, you're about to visit your local tire shop to get a new tire put on your car or, or or you're going to wendy's or you want to take the family to to um pizza hut or something like that look up any time you're going to spend money jump on social media look at their profile see if they're um, supporting the lgbtq pride month um, and don't spend any money with any of the people that are supporting that we 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 need to get more involved with speaking with our money and stop paying the people who are supporting ideas that are against our morals and values. And that starts with stop supplying the money, the funding for them to market and advertise it and all that stuff. We're seeing in the United States how powerful a boycott is, you know, between Bud Light and uh, Target. Um, and, And it doesn't have to stop there. The peaceful way is always the better option, uh, but there are those people out there that are they're they're tired of it, and I I I get where they're coming from. Like yeah. they yeah. don't see any other ways out of this, you know. And so the ones that are always in my comment section talking about uh, let me know when we you know we're ready to load muskets and ride at dawn, you know, and start s- stacking bodies, and I'm like I get it, man. I, I trust me, I get it that warrior that dog fight that dog is in me 100 purebred that dog is in me i'm ready to you know let the collar off on of me but i'm they're not i wouldn't be released into a foreign country like iraq i would be released into my own country right having to stack bodies and that's not something I'm prepared to do as an American citizen is start stacking other American citizens bodies in some sort of civil war or something, some sort of violent conflict. That's not something I want. You know, I, I went to Iraq and Afghanistan thinking I was fighting terrorists like Osama bin Laden and, and um, uh, Saddam Hussein uh, and the Taliban. And, and these were the things that I was fighting for. But I was in another country. That's a whole different ballgame when you start talking about stacking your neighbor's bodies and stuff, because you guys are fighting over the government who is purposely trying to pin us against each other. If we all came together and stopped funding it, no violence would need to take place. None. Stop paying these people.
0: And end of the day, man, that's exactly what needs to happen is we need to stop funding the operation because it seems like they only listen when it hits their fucking pocketbooks. All of a sudden, then you have their attention. So, dude, uh, in closing, uh, you know, I asked people this question and uh, I'm going to continue the tradition probably until my show is at 10,000 fucking episodes. So you you heard it here first that I'm going to stop at (laughs) 10,000. But uh, so the question is, if you had three things that you could pass on to the world that would make it a better place today or advise the world that would make it a better place? What would those three things be?
1: That's a great question, man. Um, Avoid the outside influence and understand that each of us as individuals... There's only one. We, we all come into this world by ourselves. We're all going to lead by ourselves. Everything that happens in between that is a choice. And I think that men and women need to come together and we need to start respecting the, the husband and wife marriages um, again and, and getting back to traditional um, values of raising a family, because honestly, that's the only way society can continue to move forward. Um, is if husbands and wives start working together. So that would be my first piece of advice is, you know, respect the sanctity of marriage and having a spouse because that's, that spouse of yours is going to go with you to the grave, you know, whether she she dies first or you die first or whatever the case may be. But at least you're not doing this life single because it's a lot harder Mm. to do life single than it is married because you got two people fighting for the same cause instead of one. Um, The next piece of advice would be uh, to make the world a better place is um, pass the knowledge to the youth. Um, Mm -hmm. The information that we all learn, you know, I've I've got a wealth of knowledge in my head. uh, But that wealth of knowledge is only good to me if I'm not sharing it with someone else to make someone else. Just as bright. So pass it to the next generation. Stop hoarding the information and knowledge and start teaching and educating the the younger generation. And I don't mean. Um, I don't mean with your perverted sex cult ideologies. Let's, let's just put it that I mean, try to make your kid a, a good human being. And then the last thing would be is stop trusting. Your government, whatever country you're from, whatever wherever you're from, stop believing that your government has your best interest at heart. If you follow those three things right there, your wife will make sure you're happy. Your government will make sure if you can, if you can stop trusting your government, you you can start to grow generational wealth. And if you pass the knowledge to your to the youth, you've set up the next generation for success. That's my three.
0: Fucking beautiful, brother. Well, once again man i appreciate you coming on uh hope to definitely do some content in the future and uh you know make sure that i have you on again because dude we all know this shit ain't ending any fucking time soon, so there's going to be no, a lot to talk about. And uh, I genuinely think that your boycott movement and the the couple things that you really are focusing all your attention on to are going to be highly effective as more and more people are starting to see the results of what you're saying actually yeah. coming, you know, coming true. I think that that's, uh, you know, the, the, the most powerful thing is people coming together for a common cause.